Kansas. The Drew World Order. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order. It's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. As I've told you before, because I love it so much, they also created the Great Seal of the United States. And that Great Seal of the United States has on it Novus Order Seclorum, a new order for the centuries, for the ages, forever. Uh, a new world order, because the global order is changing again. But I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence. And the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. Not primarily to amuse and entertain. Not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental. Not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, Man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. Drew World Order. Good evening. Welcome to the Drew World Order. We thank you very much for being here tonight, even though it's morning. Greetings and salutations. I hope you're all doing just fine and fantastic and lovely. This is Drew from, you know, while you're here, you... I'm Drew. This is the Drew World Order. Quantavius D. That's Professor Quantavius D. Yes, of course. Uh, I was going to say that he'll be in any second, but there he is. So, all right, let's get right into this little baby. This is kind of a soft, soft re-reboot. Not really at all. 
But I have taken a little bit of time away from the podcast microphone. And because, number one, you know, hey, it was illegal to be within six feet of your goddamn microphone in the state of Kansas. I was like, hey, man, you know, I don't know if six feet away, it's not microphones. Even though I got this microphone that picks up the sound of a snail farting from a mile away, I don't know if that's going to pick up my voice real well. And the people need to hear the voice, or that's why they listen to podcasts. You know, I don't listen to podcasts to hear grass declare war on a pebble. But can you imagine what it would be like if you did? As you know, my name's Drew. And again, I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. A little bit of a backstory for what I'm going to talk about. We're going to try to somehow incorporate youth sports into the tyrannical global government or the new world order. Or maybe I'm just going to provide you with some observations on my time away from the microphone. As you may or may not know, I have been involved in the parks and recreation field for the last 13 years. I graduated with a sport management degree from Wichita State University. But in that 13 years in parks and recreation, I have been, I guess my bread and butter would be coordinating and implementing youth sports, youth programs. I enjoy the imagination and the potential and the pure innocence and just how kids look at the world with this like gleam in their eye always amazes me what kids teach me and I mean, we were all kids was there anybody out there who was never a child but is in fact an adult i just wanted to if you are i would love to interview you that'd be fantastic but when we talk about what's happening in the world and all the new normals it's not just about social distancing on the streets i mean jesus christ look how the extracurricular activities and the entertainment or the pastimes of America, the things that we go to or turn to as a distraction from the crazy in the world, look at how this situation and the powers that be have made sure that everything in our lives is just thrown off its fucking course. I mean, as I was saying, I've been in youth sports for 13 years and I'm currently a recreation director. And I've been a recreation director for, I don't know, about a year, two now. I've done, I've been with two entities as a recreation director. And then I served as assistant recreation director for an entity north of Wichita, or a city north of Wichita, for 10 years. Number one, to pull kids, or not even allow them to go outside and play with their friends uh, in any kind of structured or unstructured environment or setting is beyond me. Now, take the COVID thing out of it. Well, I guess you can't really take it out of it because it's a reality. Uh, whatever that reality is. I mean, I don't know any one person that has it. I'm not really going to get into the conspiracy theories behind COVID-19. Um, if you're interested in those conspiracy theories, I suggest you listen to Event 201, the episode I did a few, I don't know, months ago. Uh, that kind of covers COVID-19. And by the way, go ahead and subscribe to the Drew World Order. And there's also a spinoff podcast that I also kind of manage and, you know, turn in the lineup cards. That one is called DWO, The Prank Calls. So DWO colon The Prank Calls. And then obviously this podcast is called The Drew World Order. So I would love it if you could go ahead and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor's dog. Uh, you know, tell if you got neighbor three doors down, not to talk about the band or anything. Um, don't tell them you don't want to go to your neighbor three doors down. What you want to do is three doors down and then go across the street. 
tell that neighbor, they will come across the street and tell your neighbor three doors down, okay? Trust me. But even youth sports in this country is being affected by this COVID-19. And when you go to the top, the powers that be. So as I'm seeing this and parents freaking out about, is sports ever going to be the same again? No, I don't think anybody thinks ever going to be the same again. But I think that's kind of the point of life. Uh, every day when you wake up, nothing is ever going to be the same again. You know, you never know when something's going to just totally fucking throw you off your your horse and be like, oh shit, man. Uh, and that horse is just going to take off with all your gold. Yeah, you get the point. So I've kind of had some time to reflect and I guess re hash the big picture or the entire story story hey what's up sorry i didn't even, I wasn't even fucking paying attention to the chat what's up a dick maybe i don't know anyways so i was thinking about this on the baseball fields the other day because when i'm around people i always ask myself how many of these people know about this conspiracy are aware of this force that's attempting to do awful things to their lineage, their financial security, their health, their well-being, their sense of freedom, you know, maybe even freedom itself. And when I'm around big groups of people, I always like get a kick out of just like asking myself that, uh, like I'll look at people, a team or a coach that is all gung ho about a sport, like so gung ho that that's the only thing that exists in their reality. And there are people like that. There's people out there that you know, croquet is probably the only thing that exists in that reality to them. And that's okay. Everybody's got their own, you know, uh, what do they say? Uh, fuck, I don't know the term. Really stoned. But anyways, but as I look at a group of people, and I start to think like, holy shit, I wonder if that person or, the, you know, those people are aware that everything we've been taught is a fucking lie and that there is a force in this reality and outside this reality or outside visible light, visible light being what we decode, I think 2.3% of the electromagnetic spectrum, uh, which is the band of frequency that visible light appears. And then I just start thinking to myself, like he starts to just literally go down the rabbit hole as you're sitting there looking around people watching. Yeah, hell, I can go down the rabbit hole when I people watch. And you start to ask yourself, do they know? I wonder what they know. Uh, and then you might come across somebody who is a privy to something that they've always had questions about or they find fascinating. And, you know, a lot of times you have to like gauge yourself or gauge whether or not, all right, can this person, it, it sucks sometimes because it makes me feel like I'm deciding whether or not they are capable of understanding all of the information that, or really any of it. And I don't really think that's a, as a, like a researcher or somebody who's attempting to get the word out about something, like if you start doing that, you're kind of, I don't know, you're manipulating your own credibility and confidence or belief in what you've researched and put together and connected as far as dots go to make a picture. You never saw Van Gogh, well, I never saw Van Gogh at all, but it's like Da Vinci walking out with the Mona Lisa and be like, eh, I don't know, it's okay, guys. And they're like, no, man, it's really good. Oh, shit. Again, let's start at the beginning. At least from what I've researched and what I kind of resonate to. And not really kind of, but not that I believe it, but 
my intuition, problem-solving skills, critical thinking skills, putting together a hypothesis using investigative practices, investigative journalism, pulling together information from different sources to figure out what's credible, what's not credible, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, what you feel, and throwing out what you don't feel. And, I mean, the process, it's never really truly over. It's never, because, like, there's so much to learn and to at least try to understand about what, let's say this, there's so much to grasp or try to, to try to grasp as far as the level as to which this group, the New World Order, has gone, will go, and how often they will go that far to ensure that an aspect of their agenda or the overall agenda continues to progress. Sitting there thinking, watching, you know, doing the people watching, I wonder like, hey, I wonder if they know about the Anunnaki or the Nephilim or the United Nations being built on a, a slaughterhouse, Project Pegasus, Operation Mockingbird, Operation Northwoods. You have to sit there and ask, and as, as I run through my head about all these operations and cover-ups and strange anomalies or things that happen to me or that have happened to other people that I've heard them tell the story of. And then, you know, those people will have other people tell the exact same story that I've never met. And then you start to put together a picture, like connect the dots. And in this little five, 10 minute process of people watching, it just blows my mind that there's a lot of people out there that don't know. And there's a lot of people that don't care about what's going on, but there's a lot of people that just don't know. And listen, Hey, I'm here. I'm here for four years. Uh, I need some chicken wings. Can you hear me? I hope to God you can hear me. All right, here's the thing. Number one, I didn't know the microphones was on. Uh, number two, four more years. Vote. Make sure you vote Democrat. Well, what I was saying, though, uh, I've been kind of taking a little break from this lately. Uh, I was Superman, and uh, we did some boxing matches, and he made me chicken Alfredo. And I was like, yeah, God damn, Clark. Or directing, uh, you know, the recreational services. I don't know, that calling from, when you look at the stars, you get that feeling like, what the fuck is that? And you just feel somehow, I don't know, if it, like connected is the right word, or you feel something else, it's just to say that. As I've taken a step back and interacted with my boss and the people of, you know, small town USA, it's alarming that there's a lot of people that don't know about it. I mean, is it, uh, is it my job to shove it down their throat? I used to try and do that shit. It doesn't really work. If you only care about the NFL or ca Vegas casinos, you know, watching Baywatchery ones, if that's all you care about, then you ain't never going to see or have the awareness or it's like you're, you don't even have the intent to bring your awareness up from that den of whatever it is, NFL football. And I'm not criticizing things that people are passionate about. I'm not at all. Um, I don't know if like, being passionate about the NFL, though, and what the, what the fuck does that really... What are you getting out of that other than three hours of distraction? And that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to go into that. So youth sports, even youth sports is being fucked with and manipulated and altered by the uh, the pandemic. And not necessarily by the pandemic. They told me to walk over that cliff and I'd be fine. And it's like, for real? Like, you're going to listen to them? Like, God, just go ahead. But yeah, it just blows, it blows my mind to take a step back and like, holy shit, we're a goddamn species. 
that uh, has been corralled and to take a step back and listen. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. There's certain people in North Kansas. They look like they've, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know how to read your, uh, your type in there, sir. Uh, I ha- Of course he did. Of course he did. Or of course he can. Absolutely. Selena, uh, do what must be done. Could be paranormal activity. Could be paranormal activity. Uh, could be goddamn Republicans. I'm just kidding. But no, it's a, uh, uh, hey, you know, human beings. Human beings? The power of the human spirit. I was talking to somebody about this. Because they were like, uh, I was talking about the Archons. And why the world is like, thank you, I appreciate that, good job. Uh, why the world is like formed or structured the way it is. So much, like just utter pettiness, you know. Hate, and fear, all that shit. I mean, goddamn, the news... I think they play, in the local news here, they play a 15-second clip of something good at the end of the news. It's like the last 13 or 14 seconds. It's like, you know what? Let's just make that 13-second clip the fucking news show and uh, move on with our day. Oh, well, we wouldn't get, you know, sponsorships and any good... Oh, that's right, I forgot. It's about, uh, But, okay, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but I'm just kind of talking out loud because i got to go help a friend move here in a little bit, so I'm just killing time. What if the pyramids were part of some sort of like electrical grid, like a planetary electrical grid. Um, what the fuck did that power? What the fuck took that offline? And how alarming is it that a society or civilization could have possibly have that po- potential or that technology, but yet not know how to like sustain or even continue their civilization in general? But that's, again, neither here nor there. So... I mean, the mysteries of the universe, you know? And I used to wonder, like, I want to know the mysteries of the New World Order. And I guess you could kind of say, well, you know, the universe is bigger than the New World Order. Uh, but just that, uh, just, you know, asking yourself and wondering, uh, you know, like, what the fuck? I wonder what happened that day on Dealey Plaza, 11-22-1963. Uh, I don't know. And conspiracy theory? I don't like that term, you know? It's more like a... You just want to know, you want the answers, you know? You just want to know the fucking truth. And, you know, people in top secret, with top secret military clearances, and I'm sure the attitude of most of the Pentagon is like, if these people knew the truth, man, they'd be fucking pulling their assholes out of themselves and, you know, running down the goddamn street trying to put pulled pork inside their colon intestine lining. And, uh, you know, I, (laughs) listen, truth sucks. Sometimes when you find some of this shit out about the world, or you go through something in life, it's like, wow, that really fucking sucked. I heard a speech the other day. Actually, it was yesterday. <laughs> Start to run together. And this guy was talking about how the eagle is the only bird on the planet that literally uh, looks for storms and then goes, like, right into storms. Uh, and then he was talking about how the eagle will use the updraft or whatever, the 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 winds of the storm to elevate above the storm and basically from that point they lock their wings into place and just soar and cruise they actually rest the eagle rests above the storm and i guess you could use the same uh, scenario or example the new world order has produced a society or a planet has created a planet that literally it's a shitstorm. We're living in a fucking shitstorm factory. And they just have these, you know, they have one thing after another to continue to cause storms. 
whether it be like financial, health, personal, scholastic, career. Because, hey, it doesn't matter what the fucking shitstorm is. They just want to make sure that you're pounded or hit over the head with a goddamn confusion brick every single day. The Drew World Order. Hey, everybody. This is Drewbert from the DWO and the DWO Prank Calls. I line out my day pretty rigidly, and there's a sense of urgency, as I talk about on my platform, to get stuff done. Having said that, I have been finding time to listen to the Music and Vibes podcast with Keanu Mitchell. If you like music and you like hearing practical solutions about relationships, life, and adversity along the way, then I have to suggest this podcast to you. The Music and Vibes podcast is seriously becoming one of my favorite podcasts out there. And as somebody who has a podcast and produces a podcast, it is fascinating to me and overall interesting to listen to Keanu Mitchell discuss what she is passionate about on the Music and Vibes podcast. So check her out on Apple, CastBox, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, the professor loves it. It's one of my favorites. It's better than Drew's. And let me just say that um, Ken Mitchell, she has a lovely voice. It's very relaxing and soothing, and I buy into it. Ah, there you go. So, endorsed by the professor and myself. Check her out. You will love it. Music and Vibes Podcast with Keanu Mitchell. You've got to check it out. Carpe Diem sees the day. Drewbert out. And hey, we're human beings. But I think that, uh, like eagles, if we could somehow... I mean, because we're going to have to face this fucking fact that someday, in every fucking second of the day, you know, they advance a little bit farther on their agenda. Um, and they own all the fucking weapons. They own the money. They own all the bunkers. But uh, I think that even with all that, they don't have the universe on them. And they don't have that divine light. They don't have the power of the connection, which, you know, the source or divine light, I guess, produces. Because we are all... When you look at the stars, you know, I always think to myself, like, holy shit, that's me. I am that. That is me. Because we're as above, so below. Second principle of Hermes. And sometimes when that shit storm seems like, oh boy, here we go. I'm about to be covered in my eyeballs and shit. Um, I learned a valuable lesson the last few weeks. You just got to tell yourself that all storms pass. Um, there's not one, unless you're on Saturn, there's not one storm that is going to you know, last forever. Cyclones end, tornadoes end, hurricanes end, and these storms that are, you know, that we experience in life, whether it be the New World Order, or, you know, tragedy, uh, losing a loved one, or, you know, stress of your career, and, or financial struggles, or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I think that a lot of us, me included, instead of doing what the eagle does, we fucking, like, we go low, you know, we like, it's somehow human beings have been tricked into hating, loving to hate, or whatever it would be. It's like we've been tricked into absolutely being addicted to drum and we hate it when we have to go through this shit, but somehow it's like we're fucking, we are addicted to it. And there's a lot of human beings, even if they knew that, Hey, all you gotta do is fucking go up and get lift on that storm, go above the storm. And a lot of people are like, no man, there's no fun in that. I want I want to be roughed up by the storm. And then they get roughed down there in the storm. And they're like, you know what? This storm's going to last forever. Whether it be by their conscious or subconscious saying that. If you consciously think that, then I think that you just have the intent to be <laughs> trapped in a, a storm. That in reality is a temporary thing. 
but because your but because of their addiction to drama and chaos whether it be because they don't like themselves or they still can't get over something that they fucked up on in life 20 years ago so they're literally still living that same mindset um it's going to seem like one big perpetual fucking storm because you're just <laughs> um so it's going to seem like a fucking world of chaos or a time of chaos but if we could somehow do what the eagle does gain get some lift on that storm and then take a look at that storm from above but i thought that was fascinating what the nwo has done is crafted it's like a course and every time that the storm rolls in they have kind of corralled us into automatically saying all right here we go we gotta bunker down the hatches and you know just tuck and roll and i hear people say like come on man that's hocus pocus you believe in magic well, magic's real alistair crowley proved that and that's neither here nor there but the storms are going to happen and 90 percent of the shit that happens to us in life we have no control 10 percent we do have control over our attitude and how we react to the 90 percent again to tie this all together i look at people i have the belief i resonate to the theory that our speech probably was created by in some sort of intelligent design that did not originate on this planet the junk DNA. The five senses, the fact that we only decode a portion of visible light within the ele electromagnetic spectrum. The senses gather some 11 million bits per second from the environment. Uh, the human body sends 11 million bits per second to the brain for processing. The conscious mind processes about 50 bits per second of those 11 million bits. So, you know, you might well say that we are blind as fuck. In this weird, weird fucking time of the COVID-19, you know, hey, smile. The New World Order, can you imagine if 7 billion people on the planet became wise to their game? It would literally kill the entire agenda. It would kill the people behind the agenda. It would kill the forces outside of visible light that are manipulating us and this agenda. It would literally destroy thousands of years of uh, progress quote unquote along the path to their great work of ages and isn't that going to be fucking fun and hilarious to see the rothschilds and these other rich fucking aristocratic bloodline families like the look on their face when they're like oh no yeah hey, you're you know hey sorry no more fruit for you fellas um and the good thing is in my opinion some of this COVID-19 stuff, and really anything they do, when they do it too much, it's like, wow, they're really revealing themselves now, you know? Yep, they will. That's exactly, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I got a great idea. When that happens, when, when we take back the planet from the new world order, all right, uh, and we put these fucks on trial and arrest them, oh, we ain't going to put them on trial, I'll tell you that, though, because they don't deserve that. They don't deserve that. They deserve something real special. So here's what we're going to do. Was it like 13 families, according to Fritz Springmeier? Uh, you give one family, let's just put the Rothschilds as your number one seed, okay? You could, uh, yeah, so you have a playing game for your 12th seed. You give your first seed a buy. There you go. And what you do is you let them goddamn families have a tournament. We'll call it the Tournament of the uh, Aquarius, uh, or a Tournament of, uh, we'll just call it the Shitstain Tournament. Uh, the shitstorm tournament, the shitstorm tournament, and we're gonna put it on pay-per-view. We're gonna spend all their money, all their money, uh, to number one, feed, clothe, 
and provide housing to every man, woman, and child on the planet that we know of. Uh, some of the tribes in the, you know, the Amazon, like, hey, they don't want shoes. Like, don't give them shoes. Just get the fuck out of here, man. They're shooting bows and arrows at us, man. I know. <laughs> you know, but uh, so number one, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take all their money, the Queens and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, all that fucking money, and we're going to pay all of our debts off, number one. Well, we're going to food, clothes, and eat, and eat. Provide food, clothing, and lodging for every person on the planet. And after that, uh, and we set a little aside for the future generations. Mm-hmm. And here's how we're going to capitalize. We're going to also make some money and give some people across this planet a chance to just be entertained when these families have to face each other in a tournament style, I don't know, castration and uh, cryogenic sleep with Lucifer for the ages, uh, deathmatch, you know? So obviously we'll rate it. There'll be a children advance, so um, we'll make sure that the, when the lions eat the Rothschilds or, because, hey, we're going to use that money to build the Roman Coliseum, build it back up. Hey, hey, Mr. Rothschild, appreciate you doing this for us today, man. And they're like, oh, man, my money. I know. But, uh, and then we're going to tear some bitch down afterwards. Actually, no, we ain't going to do that. We can't do that. What we will do, hey, I don't know. We'll have, exactly, every deathmatch. Uh, Selena, you're on. You're in charge of what we'll do with Coliseum afterwards. But can you imagine how fun it's going to be to be there in person or on pay-per-view? It's going to be free. We're going to have them pay for their own pay-per-view to see these fucks uh, destroy each other when they realize that, okay, we have, we've been beat. Oh, really? You, you've been planning for thousands of years and you weren't able to do it? Like, losers. You know, because, hey, I've had a few, several thousand years to plan a, a tyrannical fucking world government. I'll bet you one thing, number one, uh, it'd be in place by now. Number two, uh, there would be no pizza allowed anywhere. We're still having pizza. Everything's fine. Yeah, but anyway, like I said, yeah, it just remain hopeful, remain in the utmost confidence and belief that we simply just haven't recognized or haven't bought in or truly believe that we are, we've already won this. Like, this is ours. That's why the crazier they act and the more they throw to us, it's an indication to me that they're desperate as fuck. So, as weird as it gets, like, that usually tells me that like, hey, they're scared and we must be winning. I know that seems really fucking bass backwards, but that's how I look at it. And I have a shaman friend who tells me all the time, the problem with human beings is they, whether because they don't want to or simply don't or for whatever reason, like human beings, team, team humanity simply doesn't believe that it's already won against this force. And the other side having all the technology and the weapons and the indoctrination of societies across the planet, the mind control operations, the poison in the air and food and, you know, false flag operations, whatever it is. They have all these tools and resources and tricks of the trade. They simply don't want to accept that they have already lost. Because believe it or not, you know, when this all happened, uh, the, the cataclysm, the or fall from grace, the, the creation of humanity, uh, according to the Sumerian tablets, when you got to know that the universe of the creator, because it's bigger than just planet Earth, 
Um, the universe always attempts to balance itself. So what it's doing now is putting people, incorporating light workers or old souls or uh, star seeds into human bodies and like encoded into the DNA and the information within the DNA. Basically, as we become activated, and yes, I say we because you're here, we're talking about this. Um, that's the universe's like secret weapon because the reptilians, the Illuminati, the Archons, they don't have the ability to like create a way to monitor that. They don't have the ability to create at all. They simply parasite. They let somebody else create it. And then they just take the carbon copy and say, look what I did. They just piggyback off of everything. So it should give us a little bit of comfort to know that we don't have any of the technology or the thousands of years of preparation, money, uh, bunkers, knowledge. Um, they had all that shit handed to them on a silver platter. You and I had to seek that out and looking you know, very much inwardly and coming face to face with our own demons because they ain't never going to have to do that. They get off on looking at those demons. But you and I uh, will come face to face with our deepest fears and failures and regrets and we face those and it gives us strength after it tears us down but it certainly gives us strength because the farther you get away from some of that stuff you start to realize that okay i fucked up on that uh but i beat it and i'm still here and i think that that's uh how many fucking victories little victories or big victories a victory is a victory how many times a day do we as individuals do something eradicates a, a demon or a preconceived notion or something that is a well a frequency that was holding us back or keeping us from seeing the bigger picture so the universe is simply alive in so many ways that it's providing information in a book that somehow comes in front of you about a subject that you were talking about or will provide a series of numbers that are highly you know symbolic something that you've been looking into or whatever it is, the signs are everywhere, everywhere. And that's how, I guess that's the game plan. That's what the universe's battle strategy is against this new world order or this force. Uh, and believe it or not, like they think that, uh, you know, the, the fucking reptilians, like they're going to take over the planet when well, they already have, but they somehow, they got the colonies to say that, all right. And after that, we're coming for you universe. Well, we're talking about the divine light, the the source, and whether they they're never going to master the technology or the know-how or the they're never going to have the empathy or even that connection to source. They'll never be able to replicate it. Uh, there's no way they will ever, I guess, vibrate or what's up, Shiva, or even, I guess, uh, resonate or there's no way that this force will ever align or be aligned with, I guess, the, uh, the frequency of creation, of infinity, of the infinite, of divine light. And that that's kind of like human beings, as Shiva said in, the, in my one episode on I, the Sahara, we did this, and we, we create a lot of this fucking problems. Um, and it's like one generation will create the problem, and then generation after generation will just continue to fucking walk a rut that creates that shit. And whether it be by negligence or, well, this is what dad did, so I'm going to do this. And 
Have you ever asked, like, why we're doing this? Like, that's just what we do. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, we got ourselves into this. We can get ourselves out. And, you know, just keep that in mind. And, you know, I, and people are like, well, what about death? Like, you know, I don't really know if uh, I believe that death is all that real. And, it, you know, because uh, the body, your spacesuit might get all beat up and, you know, it's po- losing oxygen. Like, well, you know, this spacesuit, she's an old one. Uh, did a hell of a good job in the Apollo program, but uh, your consciousness is going to live on. Well, it has to. Energy can't be created nor destroyed. Like, I think that the, like, she, I was listening to that the other day, and I found that so fascinating when you said that we, like, we did this, we, we've created this, and human beings, these conspiracies, and it makes a lot of sense to me now. Any global adversity needs unity, the rest are just some things you'll keep producing. Yep, love it. God damn. All right, right, bitch slap me right here. Bitch slap me. I'm <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, uh, keep your spirits up. Remember the 90%, 90-10 rule? 90% of the shit that's happening to us right now, as it is in life, you ain't got no fucking control over. Um, so the best thing to do is to figure out a way to learn, evolve, adapt, and use a but the right attitude for the, the, the circumstances. And, you know, that attitude, let me find this quote. And Michael Jordan did not become the best basketball player in the world because he had a shitty attitude. Quite the contrary. Attitude is everything, all right? We're going to get through this. And uh, and I just wanted to come on and talk a little bit about uh, my observations, uh, being away from this and getting back into youth sports. And I was sitting at work the other day. I was like, oh, shit, there, man, there's still global goddamn uh, conspiracy to take over all these children's lives. But we're going to get through it. Best thing we can do is show these people, like, all right, uh, thank you for doing that. I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan and blame everybody else or be petty. I'm going to fucking find something to be thankful for. Like, you know what? Look at that pretty blue sky over there. Look at that cloud. You can't take that beautiful fucking cloud away from me, New World Order. You know? And I, that's what we got to say. We got to walk up to the New World Order and say, you know what? I know that you, uh, you do, you fucking with everything, but I want you to know that there's a pretty fucking elephant looking cloud over there and that cloud he loves you mr rothschild even though you're trying to destroy that cloud that cloud loves you united not divided exactly take care of your brothers and sisters and if you do not you will be bitch slapped by sheba listen hey uh it's a true story true story i'd like to end today with a psalm uh, i don't even know what a psalm is a song or psalm it's psalm you song p-s-o uh, hell i don't know i love strawberry shakes Sometimes they don't love me. Even when they hate me, I still love them. Now, Hillary always loves me, but I fucking always hate her. Even when she doesn't hate me, and she does like me a little bit, I don't like her at all. The prizes of life we fail to win because we doubt the powers within. To give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And the gift is in all of us. doesn't matter where you come from, how old you are, your upbringing, your trials, tribulations, your your struggles, your successes, that gift on your worst day, on your best day, that gift's always there. Even when you think that gift's not there, that gift's there. So make sure that you don't lose and don't lose sight of your belief in self because when it all comes down to it, I can believe in everybody else out there all I want and you could do the same for me, but if we don't believe in each other, uh, if we don't believe in ourselves, then those are all fucking just that's a foundation of sand and 
we don't need that. We need a foundation of freedom. I fucking love that. All right, this is Drew, and I appreciate you tuning in. Um, be sure to subscribe to the Drew World Order. Follow me on Twitter at QuantaviusD, and we will get back into the swing of things. Got to get youth fucking baseball and softball going and open a goddamn 300,000-gallon pool uh, that took a day to fucking fill. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I'm here. We're still fighting the New World Order. Quantavius D is doing history of accounting right now. He's getting ready for the fall semester. Um, he loves it. He's been itching to teach. And uh, we're been itching to talk, so everything's satisfied. You have a great day, too. And I'll tell you what. I, I love it. All right? God damn, baby. God damn. God damn, baby. All right? I want you to listen to me. All right? God damn. I, uh, God damn, uh, baby, Barbara. And, uh, Colin Powell. Well, uh, oh, I, I think that goddamn and, uh, Nancy, baby. Okay, um, okay, sorry, I just finished with my history of accounting. I did six years of lesson plans. I got you, and you enroll, man, and six years, dude, it took you like 20 minutes. I know, right? There's not that much to cover in history of accounting. Because the, you know, accounting, we really do it the same way we do now as we did back then. So why do you have a fucking department? Shh. Don't. Shh. We have a department because if you do not know how to account for your history, you will never have a history of accounting. That's why, Drew, okay? Now, I'm not going to take any more of your fucking bullshit. Um, put your pants on like a big boy and fuck the New World Order. But, you know, hey, we love you, New World Order. We will be doing the celebrity deathmatch style shit in Rome. Celine is in charge of the entire fucking operation. And I want a penthouse suite with peanuts and Pepsi. And maybe one of those, you know, ice cream dipping dots, okay? But you have a good day, and we will do the same. Be free. And you are all children of light, okay? Except for Ted Capo, all right? And this is Quantavius D. Drew, get the fuck out right now. And we are over and out. Thank you for being here. That's a stupid rule. Stupid rule, man. I ain't gonna fucking be president. What do you mean you can't be, have a cat in the White House?